The Say Something Podcast is brought to you by a momentwithmorris.com and blackblueprints.com. That's blackblueprints with a Z.com. I'm Jermaine Morris here with the one and only Mr. Barry Axius. Yes, sir. That's right. Bringing your newest episode of the Say Something Podcast. Say something, say something, say something. That's right. Where we get together, talk about everything going on in the life out here in the traffic, out here in these streets. In these cold, 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 cold streets. Yeah, yeah. And it be frosty sometimes. Solid cold. What? <laughs> We're bringing you episode number 94. Booyah! 94 shots. Uh, 94 was a good year. <laughs> that was, that was. Was that was a yeah, it was. It was a yeah. Sophomore in high school, I think it was. Yeah, 94 was kind of solid, man. Something like that. Yeah. Uh so every as every episode, we like to highlight somebody news and noteworthy that's rather been in history, that's whether it be entertainment, whether it be political, whether it be just for the culture, for the people, somebody that's uh you know worth getting a little shine that maybe not always does, you know. And so, for this is a particular gentleman, brother, he's still with us. He's uh, 78 years young. He's born in 1942. And what he did, he, real quiet is kept. I don't remember ever really hearing about him in school or, and especially as an adult. Like, okay. I, like I've, I've never really heard about uh, his, his accomplishment. And not only was he, is he, first a genius mind, brother out of Philly. He got his Bachelor of Science in Aerospace Engineering, a Master's of Science in Aerospace en Engineering. He's a, a Doctor of Philosophy, and he minored in Laser Physics. Mm -hmm. Like, genius, bro. Then on the other side, he's a U.S. Air Force officer and fighter pilot. So not only did he have the brains, he was out there, you know, Tom Cruise in it, Top Gun in it, uh, you know, and just was like, an aerospace engineer. He then went to go on to work with NASA. And just with ultimately his rank was a colonel in the United States Air Force. And for all the feats that he did with his mind, that he did through the military, that he didn't even did with the people that knew him by way of, of his environment and his neighborhood, I had never heard of him until recently. And he was the first African American, because that makes a difference, not just mm -hmm. black, but the first African American in space mm. like like the first of us first first astronaut that was up there and so i was just like these are stories i think that we don't know <laughs> that we don't know people that that like this this brother was like wanted to be a soldier went to the highest level as a soldier he's a colonel mm. then he was like he was a genius like just his mind how things work i mean my me minored in laser physics wow like, I mean, <laughs> like that's that's what he'd pick up on the side. Brother. So so shout that's out something you don't touch. <laughs> yeah, shout out salute one time to 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 Colonel uh, Guillaume Bluford. Yeah. Guillaume Bluford is his name. And I just was like, I was just I like I like to read his like historical stuff and just follow up and stuff. I was like, let me just let me see. You know, we talk about all this, you know, uh Trump wanted to put the space force together and, and mm -hmm. you know try to get Star Trek on. And I was like, um, it has come from a conversation I was having with some folks. They they write for for programs and stuff, okay. and and about they're talking about Soul, the the, the movie Soul that came out mm -hmm. that animated movie, and it was about how it's important that you can tell you can tell black stories that are more than just black stories. Mm. Like there's a lot of like you can make a movie with an all white cast, and the movie has nothing to do with them being white. Mm -hmm. But if you make a movie that's just a movie. black people, it's it has to movie. be about being black. Like you have to be the black this or the black friend or the black yeah. whatever. You can't just have just a just a, just a movie. That's why I like Boomerang so much. It's one of my favorite movies. They were all black professionals, executives, yeah. and being black had nothing to do with. But it was considered a black movie, and I don't think yeah. it did the numbers it should have done because I don't think that. America and a whole was ready to see all that black love and all that black um functionality. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, Ed, Eddie took a lot of heat for that movie. Yeah, he did. Because they, they were asked, where's where's the white lead? <laughs> like, well, why like, isn't well, why isn't it overly Eddie Murphy funny? Right? Yeah, well, like, well the, the, the big thing he took, people were like, Well, how where's 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 where, where the white people? And Eddie was like, What do you mean? Like, 
it, there was no Nick Nolte, right? Yeah, you don't, yeah, you, don't like, you don't ask that when you know you know Brad Pitt got a movie out, then I they're like where the black people. But the thing about it, you could say that about coming to America, but remember that's why coming to America was overly funny, right? It was right. a lot of exaggerations, right? So we'll we'll be okay with that. But this was more or less it had funny moments to it, boomerang, but it was very much well because like, they were all professional, man. It was all, very black. Everybody was doing well. Everybody yeah. was you know very uh, you know sexy. Yeah, they I wanted a movie that was, of, of Martin ignorance. Lawrence's and Chris Rock's character. Yeah, and, and because there was, I think there was a few white gals in there, but it like no one played nobody a, a prominent role, right? Yeah. And it was definitely a situation where you had black people being as professional as they could possibly be, and being, you know, carrying their love in a different way of outside of dysfunction. And it was more or less like, you know a movie that was a soap opera that we are always have watched with white people that had different angles, different entanglements yeah. and things of that nature. And I don't think they was ready for that because you can't really, you know, you you really can't pinpoint a lot of movies that focused on an all black cast during that particular time. Now there's more. Yeah. That's but, not about the cookout. Yeah. You, the, the dysfunction, you know, like, so, so uh, we were talking with the friends and they were, they were, we, uh, that's what I like that movie. But one thing is talking about like, uh, like science fiction, like black people like science fiction, just like we like fantasy type movies and, you know, um, all that stuff, you know, black folks watch Star Wars, watch Star Trek, watch all that stuff. Well, the bi biggest misconception is black people weren't cowboys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? you know what I'm saying? All these things. And so I'm saying, if you're going to put together right. a program, like I remember Star Trek, I remember the 90, 94. Star Trek used to be on all day, it seemed like. Brother, in the like you put it on that damn, uh, was Channel 12 or something? Or for something, Vars, it was it Channel just 12. Seemed like and it Star was like, Trek and Saved by the Bell yes. seemed like it was on 52 times a day. Repeat, rewind. <laughs> and uh, my grandfather always was watching Star Trek. And every time I go by and visit. And so, but I remember when they shifted and, and had the black captain on Star Trek. Mm. And I thought that was like the coolest thing. It was old, he was old Hawk from uh, Spencer for Hire. Yeah, for uh, sure. A a Avery Brooks. Yeah. And in the beginning, they had him safe with the hair and no facial hair. Then they let him step in. They shaved the ball and gave him the goatee. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Captain Benjamin Cisco. And um and I was like, there. That's a dude that I look. He was a strong brother. He he was mm -hmm. he um he had a wife, a black wife that had died. But then his new love interest was a black uh, captain of another ship. Mm. Was raising his son. Was like he was strong brother, but he was leading the the little space station. But that was the thing of like where we will support that representation, mm -hmm. and we can have those types of things if it's if it's about it's about exposure. Mm -hmm. And so I remember being young and I saw him, but I don't know what the equivalent would be now when we think about you know uh, if little kids are like I could be an astronaut. Who 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 you know been an astronaut? Who's all they know is who can be a ball player. Because yeah. you have so many different um, people in that position that represent being a ball player. You know what I mean? From your Le Le LeBron to your Kobe's or even a hip hop artist. Yeah. From your yeah. Nipsey's to your Tupac's. You know what I mean? You have all these different examples. And I think that representation for folks, they they play us that it doesn't matter when it does. Just yeah. like they play us with this race doesn't matter, but it does. You know, all these things are important. You know, I feel different in the room when i see a few of mines in the room especially if it's in a room that's supposed to be predominantly white you know what i mean so it's it's a difference yeah. in, in in a feeling and thinking okay we can maybe possibly make a change that don't mean that it happens but representation means a whole lot and we're not being represented the right way yeah it, exposure it, it just means so much when you see that somebody else did it it, it's not like it, it, this is wild, crazy idea, man. No, 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 I can't do it. I can't do that. Yeah, I can. He did it. That's why yeah. you have these folks becoming who they become. Why do you think the white kids are going to be architects and the black kids want to be the rappers? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You talk about the exposure. You talk about, you know, representation, what they see, what they see is white architects though there are a lot of black architects a lot of them a lot of very right? very but you prominent don't see them. But there is a prominent me. community of black architects and it's it's for me again they have to be more willing to speak out more willing to show this is what i'm doing because we connect to what we see 
what yeah. represents us in a whole, right? So if you don't see it, you don't really know how to be it. And if it's not around you, if folks in your family circle ain't it, because most of our, our, our family, our circles create pathways of who we can be, right? Successful yeah. or non-successful. So when you look at some of the, 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 the homes that we have in our own communities, you know, if cousin Bobby, um, uh, you know, cousin Sandra are like dropouts and going to jail. It's a high Jojo, Jojo <laughs> and Joanna. They, they, there's a high possibility, as you was going to say, that they might follow the same route. Right. But yeah. if you're seeing, um, you know, family members, Sandra is a lawyer and, you know, John is an architect and, you know, these folks are now like, oh, OK, there is a possibility because the blind can only see what is in front of them. Yeah. It's not coincidence that when you find like the fathers in the military, that his son becomes a, a, in the military. A military and then usually his brother. It, you know, military. or sister joins joins the force. Same with like, firefighters and law enforcement. It's yeah. not coincidence. Well, it, that it's a platform. Once you get exposed to it young, yes, and then it's a you, platform for success, dog. Yeah, then you see all these people who do, well, everybody's everybody's in the military. Maybe I don't want to be the Air Force, but I go to the Navy. Maybe yeah. I don't want to do this, and but it, it's it's a lot of it is exposed. Well, I may do. I mean, I want to be a DA. You know what I mean? There's this this only yep. the zones, dog. The zones, and so that's why I think it's important that we highlight these people and all these different. We are so multifaceted in, in what we're interested in, what we excel in, like in what we think we can do with what we know. You know, if somebody said, you know, man, he's really good in science. What can he do? Be a U.S. fighter pilot and an astronaut. I guarantee you nobody's told him that in the first grade. You know what I mean? Like he, he's just, oh, he might be a, be a scientist one day. No, he's he going to be a rapper. He's, he's like, I'm he going to be a ball like, I want to be in the military and I want to do that. I want to be the firstest. I want to be groundbreaking. Yeah. I want to do all that. So, I mean, you know, I just think that we need to put more of these, these images in front of people, you know, and say that these are, you know, because we get bombarded enough with negative imagery. All the time. We, we get the foolishness 24-7. All the time. Every time you flip on, you flip on your phone, flip on the TV, flip on anything, you're constantly being shown somebody acting a whole donkey in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Mm -hmm. You know. And we had a uh, grandiose show this past week. Dun, 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 dun. The show of all shows, dog. <laughs> the show of all shows, dog. Like I've been waiting. You know, I've been hitting you up. Like, bro, come on, man. We got to talk about it, man. Before it. It sweeps away and they create this idea that it really was um, the next coming of the American Revolution. And for some yeah. folks, it really was. But the shit show that was, what was it, Wednesday? Uh, I believe so. Wednesday, January 6th. Tuesday or um, Wednesday? I believe it was. I believe, let's, 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 I'm, let's I'm hold you. I'll, I'll take your word for it. No, no. Man, I want to be accurate with the, with the, the sixth you know. was Wednesday. I'm gonna be accurate with with, with all the, the rulings. Yes, it was a Wednesday, okay. 2021. From leaving 2020, you know the shenanigans continue to happen, and everything about what happened. For those who don't know, if those who've been kind of sleeping under a rock, the siege at the Capitol, the um, insurrection at the Capitol, um, domestic terrorist, domestic terrorism at the Capitol, the takeover, whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah. Right. Stopping. Uh, the steel, right? The 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 rally for Trump, right? Times two hundred. <laughs> Anything you want to call it, what you call it is what you see it is, and it's becoming more relevant than ever that white people in America are losing it. Like that's really the whole thing that I could really break down when I saw what I saw, what I knew, what I saw. And I think that some people are finally, after all this time of debates, Jermaine, of all this times of showing them actual facts, Jermaine, from all this times of reaching into history and taking the history uh, that we had and we understand the context of that and bringing it to the 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 present day and explaining how these things still interconnect and now i don't think that we have to be as loud as we used to be because everything that we have said is a reality and if you thought that black lives matter protests were 
things of Negroes trying to place themselves in, in this idea of justice because we have unfortunately not done enough, right? We have not worked hard enough, as like they would say, that we were just screaming and, and chanting um, these things of black power and empowerment um, and saying justice doesn't look this justice look doesn't look the same as it does with white people yeah. on the 6th of January, all of the dreams of so many revolutionaries and so many people that do this work that have basically tried to say, um, here's an example. Here's an example. All the world globally got to see a full example. And this is just a reminder of what 2020 was. And now what we see in 2021, the full reminder of what we talk about when we say white supremacy and white privilege and the meaning of that, because in no way, shape or form, let's get through the optics of it all. Would a group of black people be able to produce that kind of results without being slaughtered? Let's start there. Secondly, when we continue to talk about white supremacy and we continue to talk about that the slave catchers are part of the law enforcement, that white supremacists are part of the law enforcement, the 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 examples of all these videos, the examples of all the pictures of officers of the law here to protect and serve actually helped walk in the rioters, the thugs, the savages, domestic terrorists, as if they were coming just to have simple conversation. We're going to chop it up. Yeah, but that's not the case. The example of all of the things that we've said, that most of the things that happen here in America are not by coincidence. They are inside jobs. They are pre-planned. These are arrangements that are done sometimes five years in advance. When we look at 9-11, for all the conspiracy theorists who are now laughing and high-fiving each other, you now see the points of why we say inside job. Folks knew inside what was going to happen. This was planned because you cannot orchestrate something like that at a Capitol building, the D.C. Capitol, the only Capitol that truly matters in America because other Capitals were also attacked, but they weren't breached like the D.C. Capitol. But there were protests and there were folks um, trying to get in and get involved. But we're not going to discuss that. We're going to talk about the D.C. Capitol right now. This shows, again, the lining of us understanding that there are individuals that work as politicians, that work um, for the service of the community, that are in with white supremacy to its fullest scale and will do everything to keep it intact. Again, here are our examples without us having to say anything. One more again, we then can say that laws look different. There is no more standards of thinking that Negroes are just complaining. No, it is true. Race matters in every case, in every situation. Because those white folks that charged the Capitol were able to walk out the Capitol and they've just got now are getting arrested. Yeah. That would have been if Negroes weren't going to get slaughtered, Negroes was going to get arrested. And matter of fact, let's just, just do this one thing. If they knew a gang of black people were going to come march and protest, it would have been met with the same kind of National Guard, same kind of military response that you saw this summer. When we were tear grassed so. and we More were so, shot yeah. with rubber uh, um, bullets because they were not as as in manpower. They didn't have the manpower like it would have been if we said it was a Black Lives Matter yeah, march. National Guard to charge the capital. National Guard was told to stand down. Exactly. Because so, it's an inside thing. Yeah. So all of these different things with besides white fertility, besides white guilt, besides, um, you know, all the different paramounts that come from this um, moment. I celebrated it all. (laughs) I wasn't mad. And I was hoping that these idiots would get the job done because they didn't stop anything. All they did was expose themselves for what a lot of individuals know to be true. And I want to stick to that. The exposing of what white people hear. And it's not all white folks. We're not going to group you all in like you do us. But we're going to say a good majority wants to contain the power, even though it's symbolic, even though the person that is kind of spewing the rhetoric does not give two dams about them, they will still hold court. And I know you want to jump in, but I'm going to say this last part. They were not there 
for a peaceful protest. They were there to take hostages. They were there to kill people. They were there to take over. And for some way, somehow, something probably was said to a lot of the majority. I don't think they was just talked out or gunned out because they wasn't a lot of people that died. I mean, there was five people. I think someone communicated like, we got to back away. This is not, the plan is, you know, we, the, the the plan is not being executed in the proper format because that's the only way that I believe they, they, they left. It wasn't like, yeah, here we are because to me, they didn't really do anything because we still have Biden as president. Right. Um, yeah. They took a bunch of selfies. They took a bunch of pictures and we still are now moving right to the next phase of the presidency with the inauguration. And I'm hearing January 17th, they're going to come again, but now the folks are ready. And they've exposed some of their allies that have been working with them all along. Yeah, I mean, I think that for 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 there wasn't a, a really there wasn't a finish line. So to, to that was more of a temper tantrum. Facts. You know, there, there's nothing that you're going to do. There's going to be no new policy implemented. There's not going to be. Well, uh, there, there, there's uh, going to be new policy. Any, there's not be not any, for them. Not for them. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So you come down there doing that. I mean, they were uh they said that they spread human feces and urine all o- on the walls and the floor. Uh, you know, taking taking the podium, uh, dude who had his feet up on uh was it Pelosi's desk, take taking the selfies. Like there was nothing that was gonna be uh, constructive that was gonna come from that day. This was more or less uh a temper tantrum and I'm letting you know I'm upset about this. And the people on the inside who agreed with the people on the outside said, yeah, just spank them a little bit. Let, let them know that, 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 that we're not cool with this, this situation. But there wasn't nothing that was going to come from it. And the only stuff that I saw that was like, number one, every, I think maybe there was five total, but they just kept showing them over and over again. There's like five black people that was at the function. Mm. What are you doing there? Uh, <laughs> well, I, 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 well, well, I mean, I, I think I think that here's, if look, ever there was a place you don't need to be, stand back, yeah, and stand down. You need to one hundred percent on board yes. with the, with the with the movement, you know, because they're they're black Trump Trump supporters, and I don't even sure. I don't even knock them for that. Vote your interest, but if you're, but that's not the type of function that you're supposed that you to show really up need at. to be at. Because if anybody's getting shot. If anybody's getting arrested, well, and, and I'm surprised, land, and I'm surprised that you, yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't any Negroes. You know, it was some white folks. The funny yeah. cold, the cold part about it, there was veterans, and I think that Jermaine, I think that for me, it speaks volumes because here's the bottom line. Let's 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 clear it out. I'm not here to say what they did was incorrect. In a way, okay, I am saying what they did, the energy of for who and why they did it is incorrect. But the sense of going in and charging the capital, I think is necessary. And I say that because we all know the system is fucking us all, right? I mean, in 1% is, is, is if we're in a pandemic and there is still a 1% that's making billions of dollars that are profit, like yeah. big companies, are like making a huge impact financially. Like, let's think about fast food restaurants. Like, we were in a place where more and more small businesses, when you talk about going to your favorite restaurant, that you can't go to um, St. Louis and eat it because it's here based in California, right? And now maybe they'll be able to franchise. Not franchise like a McDonald's just popping up in every corner um, or every neighborhood or any shopping strip mall that opens up, but really I might just move maybe one or two other spots and it just makes it real genuine. And it's like, Whoa, okay. Where now my small business can grow and I can franchise it and I don't have to be this big, um, you know, organic, you know, conglomerate like a McDonald's a Wendy's a Burger King. These places are now winning because of the pandemic, because everyone's going through drive-thrus. Everyone's in and out burgers. Like you know, these lines are out the, the freaking yeah, on on the street, dog. 
Door and DoorDash is winning, but yeah. they're not winning because of small businesses. They're winning because of these bigger fast food chain restaurants that we were at one particular time saying that we wanted to go to another direction, even to where fast food restaurants had to have more healthy options. So what I'm saying is charging it in the idea of what we say dismantling the system is appropriate. But the problem of what happened was they're moving on the rhetoric of a crazy, insane man that has no uh, no care for the problems of America, but just caring for the ego of him losing. So this was not about democracy, and this was not about a fight to overthrow a system, though some have come to that idea and to that sense that they're doing it to stop a, a crooked system because you know the, the election was rigged. Homie. The election was rigged for your man to get in for the four years he got in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you gotta be you gotta be truthful to this situation. Because for me, I'm not looking at this as this uh, um an act of 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 just um being unpatriotic because I don't give a shit about patriotism. Patriotism. I don't give a fuck about this democracy. Because when people keep talking about it, especially black people talking about democracy has become has been ruined. When have we ever been uh, in a sense of democracy in America as a black person. So all things of dismantling, destroying, I was hoping the whole damn thing burned down. That's just facts. That's to me. Because if you're going to do something and it's going to be an uprise, make sure that uprise makes sense. The thing about it, it didn't make sense on why they, ru they rushed into the Capitol for a guy that they believe in, this messiah, this idol, you know, this, this, this sensei, this cult leader. These are the things that I kind of like, eh, wrong cause, but a noble cause, but the wrong cause. And they say noble in a way that we need to shake up the government because the Democrat or Republican ain't doing nothing for us. But the problem I have is when white people do it to the to the to the confines that they do it for, for their own selfish reasons, not understanding you win either way because the president's still white right? and the president that we have, Biden. He might say the right thing at this particular point for black people, and he might have had a good eight-year run with a black president, but he's still a white man that put the 94 or authored the 94 crime bill and has said a lot of disparaging things about black people, even through this process of him becoming president. So it's not like you guys lose anything. The privilege and the symbolism of you being a, a represent. We talk about representation, right? You're yeah. still being repped as a white person in power. So the power structure is still maintains for white people. Because I love to hear this idea that we're now going to do something for black people. Because of all the folks, oh, if Black Lives Matter happened, this way, but that don't give me. I don't give a shit about any symbolic gestures of progress or symbolic measures of conversation. I want actual action and, and sustainable items and that's what's going to be different from what how does this affect us moving forward as black people we didn't jump in but we should have but it's not the right cause but since we step back let the white folks do their white on white crime how do we benefit from this yeah this is i, I so okay a lot in there so i think that so part of it is their argument i guess we'll say is that for the last four years, they've been fed um, fake news. Yeah. It's not real information. Uh, these people are lying. These people are, are trash. These people are garbage. So to the point to where there's no credible source of information from anywhere for, for a lot of them. So even when they're faced with the truth, because they've been told for the last four years that the source is a lie, they just there's people who just refuse to believe it. So if, if it's anything other than what they want to hear, they just automatically dispute it. Uh, another part is for the last year, uh, a, a, a big population of this country has had to deal with something that they have not had to deal with in their lifetime. And that's a direct hands on slash heel on neck from the government to your day-to-day -day life. Like a lot of the protests across the country about opening America back up and letting people go back to work and letting people, it's mainly done by 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 the, the white population of this country, not necessarily because they care more per se, but for a lot of them, they're not used to being told directly what to do by the power structure. 
if you're black and brown in America, you're more or less getting told in some way, shape or form regularly where you can live. What are you doing on this side of town? No, I'm not hiring you. No, I'm not. I'm not accepting you in. You can't come to this school. You won't do like there's a lot of levels that you deal with, whether it be blatant or, you know, little micro levels of racism that you just get accustomed to. Mm -hmm. it is bad as it may sound you just kind of there's a certain curve for racism a curve for oppression that you just kind of accept well for a lot of white americans that has never been the case mm. they've never been in a situation where somebody's making them not making you close telling you you can't go to school you cannot work here anymore you can't do this anymore you can't you can't you can't mm -hmm. and for a lot of them that is not something that they're willing to accept and so uh, we have a certain population of this country, which I think personally leads to a lot of the racial tension between, say, black and white people in America. Yeah, because there's a lot of white people, especially if they're over 50, who 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 are still waiting for the shoe to drop, who, who, who straight up tell you if black people had treated white people the way white people treated black people, there's no way we could live together, go to school together and be cool today. Mm -hmm. No, there's no way. If, if it was reversed, white people would have burnt this country down before they would have forced pushed for for integration. Yeah, like if look at what they did because we had eight years of a, a black president and eight years of a black president that didn't push black people forward. Besides symbolism, like there wasn't yeah. really no policies that he pushed forward. They're upset about that <laughs> more or less than being upset about the immediate things that the government does to all of us. Yeah. So there's a that same percentage in that same line of thinking, this idea of I'm tired of being told what to do. I'm not going to take this like y'all take this because this is new for me. Like as much as we talk about, you know, the protests that happened all last year and stuff, goes there's like I said, there's a curve of, 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 of acceptance. You know, you're not getting a fair shake. You, you, you know that that if you deal with law enforcement, there's going to be a slant. You know, if you end up in front of a judge, there's going to be a slant. You know that if, if there's if the ties never go into the runner, if it's between you and your Caucasian counterpart, like so you there's a certain just kind of acceptance. But like I said, for a lot of these, the, the a lot of white Americans, they, it's not they're not going for it. So this is a temper tantrum. This was I'm tired of being told what to do for the last year. You made me stay home. You made me close my business. You kept me from working. You are the reason why I'm broke. You're the reason why I'm not prospering. You're the reason why my kids are this and that. And so that for them to sit there and say that they want to revolt and, and throw a fit for that, go right ahead. Because and there's a reason why I think when we talk like why this is not our fight is because they're not fighting for equality. They're not fighting for uh, freedom and for liberty. They're fighting for things to go back the way they used to be. So it's not going to be a question of, OK, open everything back up. Let me go back and prosper. Oh, and treat black people better. No, they're saying I need to get back to my situation and I need to get things back better for me. So that's why I said they, they're, yeah, protested if you're not happy with the situation. But this particular lane was not our fight. I agree with that because the people who were down there complaining and fighting and arguing were not there for us. Mm -hmm. It was not there for us. Well, I think that. When you talk about not there for us, they were there for them. Yeah. But when some of the black people showed up, they understand that the propaganda that both parties play, right, against us and for us is someone that it, 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 it affects both of us. It affects both of us in so many different ways. But because of the privilege that white folks have, they just don't see it like that, right? Because yeah. really they're being cohorts by a guy that is total scam artist right he's the um you know the car salesman that for whatever reason still has a car lot but continues to sell um these jalopy cars right these cars yeah. that you know a whole lot full are, of lemons yeah. that are sal salvageable that salvage cars lemon cars and and somehow some way he's still in business somehow some way people because you know they're they're low on uh you know they're they're low with money and, and they don't have a great credit score they come to him and i think that for me what spoke volumes to what was going on was the lack 
the lack of of law enforcement that spoke out or the lack of law enforcement enforcing the law when they enforce the laws when it comes down to black people. But I don't even want to make it too much about just us as black people. Let's just kind of look at the direction where we're going. Right. We are constantly being shown that this privilege and this position of white supremacy is a real thing. If January 6th did not show you, it did not tell you, then you're just blind and you don't want to see the obvious. That was not a fight for democracy. That was not a fight for nothing more but continuing to hold the racist, the racist history and the racist fabric of America. When you have Americans, veterans moving and walking around with Confederate flags, talking about um, stop the steal. When you have um, supremacist group, extremists, anarchists, savages, thugs that just roam the capital and taking selfies and basically saying and calling this is our America. And if you want to fall in line for some of the color folks that were there, you have to fall in line because we won't we won't do you like we'll do the other color folks as long as you fall in line. And that was a call of here is our power. Though their mission wasn't complete, some folks believe they completed the mission because they spoke in volumes of what they had the possibility to do. We'll take this shit over. But I think they played themselves because they showed their cards. Now it's up to law enforcement if they really are law enforcement that enforce the laws of this country. So to speak, we know they really don't. They force the laws on people of color, especially black people, because we are um, looked upon to be still property. Now you have basically an open door of an invitation to now put these extremist white supremacy groups on the same kind of, um, you know, telescope that you do with these alleged black extreme groups. Right. Because they were considered a thing called black extremists. Right. Yeah, the black, black identity, uh, black identity extremists, yeah. the black identity extremists. Thank you. The black identity extremists were the ones that were supposed to charge the Capitol January 6, 2021. Okay. But your white extremists that you have not identified were the ones that actually did it. And the cold part about it, they're mixed in with veterans. So then you get that grasp of patriotism and like, oh, man, they're being patriotic when black people are fighting against injustice. You guys are claiming you're fighting for justice. (laughs) And that's the whole different um, paradigm shift. When you really look at it in its whole, that it was just another indication on why black people feel like we just got to get the fuck out of this whole situation. Give us our reparations and we'll walk away. Y'all can have this fight. And I think that's why a lot of black people stood down and just kind of watched the circus had popcorn because it was, again, white people telling on themselves. And I think for the last four years, they have had this 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 stranglehold on trying to maintain power because it's not only black peoples that they have to compete with because before it was always an easier fight. We'll take care of the Indians and now we're going to deal with the blacks. No, no, no. Now it's like the Asians, right? Now it's like the Middle Easterns, right? And the then Latinos. it is the Latinos. And then on top of that, it's the white people that ain't really, that ain't really white. It's the Jews, right? It's the Russians. So you have it's it's the the, the German. The, so when black when when white folks who identify with white because of the skin of their color of the skin, when they no longer say, eh, I, that that box doesn't fit with me. I'm going to be Jewish and I'm going to be Irish. I'm going to be what culturally um, fits me, what I represent as yeah, my back culture. Where it used to be. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because that's yeah. how it used Italians to be. And all this stuff didn't used to be white. And it, 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 none of them did. They, they never. They and we never white. used to be black. You know what I'm so so once I, you know, we we don't marginalize ourselves in these these fictitious groups that they've labeled us in to make it a lot easier to do the census and kind of figure out who's more dominant, right? Those folks who feel like America is theirs, that they were birthed from immigrants, that truly believe this is their America, they know they're losing and they know they're slipping because more and more as we become more of a minority, and I think we're probably there already, but I don't think the numbers probably articulated as much. The minority is America. That means that if it's the minority taking over America, they become the minority. And I don't think that they are able to grasp that concept. So when you look at what happens 
at the Capitol. Can it happen again? Probably so. But the embarrassment, because the job wasn't done, um, there wasn't enough of a punch. Because think about it. If they really, really wanted to get down and make people really feel at a fever pitch that this could be some Armageddon, more bodies should have been laid on either side. And it didn't happen. But I think that all this does, it exposes more of the same shit. And if you don't at this particular time see what it is, and if you at this particular time as a black person say, stop talking to me about conforming to this shit. This shit is already done, right? You know, like this is only a a few more decades of white power and we're just not going to even be talking about it. I guarantee you that because it's it's at its last run. So we should not be wanting to conform. We should be wanting to get the fuck out. <laughs> like just the movie, get out. Because everything is telling us that defeat is in the air. Yeah, there will be uh, a separation before there'll be a uh, changing of the guard. So if it ever got to the point to where it was going to be a, a, a brown-led, brown-dominated nation, this this country will split. Mm-hmm. It, it, it will there will be some insurrection to the point to where it will be more like what um, what the Soviet bloc was. Mm-hmm. It, and, and I think there's something that people forget too. the United States of America is one of the youngest countries on the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, so we make a lot of um, loose conversations and comments about other nations across the globe and how they like this and why they like that. You mean that country that's 700 years old, mm-hmm. that country that's 900 years old? That's eleven hundred years old. That is in its it. It's been recycled. Like it's going through its different phases. It's on its seventh round of a government and a system. In all this, you know, we're still on the first round. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the Constitution is it's the first. It's the only one. Like they've made amendments to it, kind of put duct tape on it in certain areas, but we're under the same you know premise from from jump. And, you know, this country is only 200 something years old. And as for a nation, that's that's an infant. Yeah. So so this idea that this country just got it right. Perfect. The first time is, is foolish. So if it got to the point to where you start seeing a lot of these major shifts and a lot of these major changes and the numbers start start to shift to a certain way. Yeah. This, this place will break up. They'll, 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 they'll be, <laughs> they'll, they'll be I mean, divorce. It, it, it probably split into four, four different independent nations. Yeah. It's broken uh, up right now. And, 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 and I think a lot of these folks that charge the Capitol want to want it to break up. And that's OK, because yeah. I think that we have to stop asking America to do the right thing because it's never going to do the right thing. It's yeah. never going to do the right thing, bro, because it's not even doing the right thing by their own people. That's why those people are so upset. Right. Because someone coerced them to believe that this shit was, um, you know, rigged. And you know what? To be honest with you, it probably was <laughs> to be to be to be perfectly honest with you. As long as you have a election, the electoral college, which is separate from the popular vote, you've always had a backdoor for rigging. Bruh, listen, even even with the popular vote, this shit could be still rigged. Yeah, you know I'm just saying, saying electoral college for if sure. I'm saying, look, the, the, I don't care if, if, a, if a hundred of you vote. It doesn't matter who votes for who. It matters where you're sitting. And here's the problem. No matter what chair you're in for your vote to count. And here's the problem. When you steal and then something gets stolen from you, you know, I don't know about you. I always hated the crime. Like, I've always had a thing about the criminal that snitches on the other criminal when they get caught. Get what I'm saying? I I always I never like. That that's just so dishonorable. Even the sense of stealing is dishonorable. One of the things that I don't like about you know if there's a crime that's committed there's there's certain things and those was one of the top tens like i don't like that shit if you're going to do what you do do what you do but don't don't i'm a thief you a thief don't take from me (laughs) you know what i'm saying well that goes back to there's no honor amongst thieves yeah no there you go there's no honor amongst thieves thank you so so this is go it it plays it out right they the democrats and let's just go into our conspiracy theorist kind of evolution for a second if they watch the play Oh, they took the electoral votes. That's how they got this working. Because the popular votes, remember, Hillary won against yeah. uh, your guy, right? And electoral college votes is something that we, of course, because a lot of us have been uneducated on the voting process, I think that a lot of us in the last probably six, seven years have really been like, whoa, the electoral college, because of what happened to Hillary Clinton. 
right? So yeah, you it hasn't of, been really necessary for a lot of people to know because the 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 elections have been such landslides. Yes, since if if you're under thirty, you you came up under Barack, yeah. and that was such a blowout that that wouldn't even. You heard <laughs> you it. You, like, like you, like you, exactly. You heard about like, huh? Yeah, Barack, <laughs> like, had, yeah, that, Barack had that 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 election early, but you, you, people you, forgot about the garbage with Trump yeah, with uh, yeah. Bush because because yeah, we because we again we are not thinkers of all things that connect, right? So now you think, and now the electoral college now this becomes a thing, and now they're even talking about abolishing it, which they probably should. Yeah, so exactly. now the play that Trump had to make sure. The way we can get you is with this, as he talks to his folks over there in Russia. Remember, we're on conspiracy, so just yeah. follow us. We're not saying this happened, but we're just saying conspiracy. And they run th through the back door, as you said, to the back door. Nobody will see this coming. Boom, electoral college. And now we're all confused. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because you can't rig the popular vote because you don't have whatever technology for it. But we can definitely rig this because it won't, Um, if even if you recount and recount you know, there is going to be nothing that can trace whatever happened in this side. And so we get it. And then what happens to Donald Trump is the same play, <laughs> right? The same play that he put is the same play that got him out. And the thing about the anger from him is he knows the play, <laughs> right? So that's why he's just like, wait a minute, because he knows the play. He's seen the play. The backdoor conversations have talked about the play. There's a lot more of what's happening. So to me, was the election rigged this year? Last, excuse me, last year? Probably so. But so many more have been. And I think yeah. that what they're fighting for in this idea cannot be that because guess what? That's how you got into power. But at the same particular time, you're still in the power. The ideas and the symbolic nature of having a president like Donald Trump is the problem that America has, that they want the racist entity who fully speaks to their talking points to be in power. And that, I think, is the more frustrating part that a lot of these Trumpsters and, and, and Trumpsism has created. They now want their baby Hitler. Like, no, we want to see him. We want to hear him. We want to feel him. Where before these baby Hitlers used to not do anything they used to just hit us with policy hit us with procedures hit us with laws right and so i think that when you talk about the power the system the way it keeps us blindfolded walking thinking that everything is all good they work better because they saw eh, this this boastful loud obnoxious john Gotti kind of mafia leader yeah. is not going to work to keep us in power just like the mafia was not going to work with John Gotti being the Teflon Don and acting like it, we need to get back to the being the underground kings and doing the things and manipulating things and resources and governments and all this stuff where we're not being seen. And that's kind of where I think a lot of when you look at the Republicans who turn their back on um, Agent 45, the orange guy, they were like, let's get back to basics. And getting back to basics yeah. is when you cannot see it, I mean but you can feel it. I saw a quote. So I said, rats that flee a sinking ship are still rats. So <laughs> <laughs> just as that, that, that was that was good, bro. Rats that flee a sinking ship are still rats, man. So just because they realized that this boat was going down and I can't go down with you. Like if I'm if I'm still linked to you while this ship is sinking, you're going to pull me down with you. Nope. I'm going to flee and I'm going to just 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 about any type of connection to you. I'm going to act like I would never cool with you. I'm going to act like I, I'm going to take a, a steady, steady stance against whatever you're talking about. But it don't change who I am. Like it just means that I'm just getting off this boat. I'm going to tread water till I find a new one, you know, and, it, and then I'm going to go back to business as usual. Um, I think that with this country, the way that it, the way we see things, I think we I think we culturally, which directly tied racially leads to fundamentally seeing this this different. I read something this week and I thought it was it was very eye-opening and it was a, a gentleman and he was talking about he's he's uh Latino, I believe. And he was talking about his experience growing up in a small town that was predominantly white. And he said his experience really was highlighted by what he saw on the news. He said because what he used to hear his entire life is that there was a bunch of poor white people who lived where he lived. But if you heard them say it, they were never they weren't poor. They were just um, just in a bad situation. 
Now, granted, they could have been poor for 30 years, but it was still a temporary situation for who they were, that that where they were had nothing to do with who they were because they equated poor to lazy. That if you're poor, you don't try hard, you don't work hard. And they equated success to being a good person. Like you're you're prosperous because you're hardworking, you're intelligent, you're focused, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Like So if you make something of yourself, that leads to being a better character. And if you don't make something out of yourself, that means to low character and you got bad habits and, and that sort of stuff. And so I think that that's a, a mentality that a lot of white Americans have, that they associate the situation that black and brown people are in to it's who we are, our work ethic our intelligence, who, you know, what's going on with us. And they attribute what they've accomplished to being good people, hardworking, that they're, that they're focused, that they're diligent. And all these other things don't play in, you know, that there isn't a systemic issue. There isn't that it's not racially. No, I just I, I just pulled my, my grandfather had a business. My dad worked hard. I worked hard. I worked for everything I got. Nobody gave me nothing. True. That could very well be true. Um. You had to still swing the bat to get on base, but there's a difference between hitting uh, an 85 mile per hour ball that comes right down the plate versus being expected to hit a 200 mile per hour fastball that's got a curve on the end that drops right before the plate, but you only get to keep one hand on the bat. Mm -hmm. You still swung and hit yours. No one's taking that away from you. But there's some other circumstances for other people. You know, the distance between home plate and first base for you is regulation. For us, it's three times the distance. Mm -hmm. You know, and so there, there's people who, who I think in this country, I think we're part of that division. So when we when they hear the phrase white supremacy or racism, whatever, it doesn't equate to them that it's not like I'm trying to maintain a, a, a white supremacist power structure. I'm trying to maintain racism because in their mind, they're not. In, in their mind, I'm hardworking. I work for everything I got. Nobody gave me nothing. If you just tried harder, if you just worked hard, life isn't fair. You know, why just, 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 you know, put your head down, work harder, and you can have what you want too. Look at Jay Z. Mm. Look at Oprah. Facts. Look at, look at Barack. Facts. It can be done. And I think because we fundamentally have those differences in how we see things, that the finish line, the promised land is not the same. Not at all. So if we moving forward, because I always I think it's important that it's, it's one thing to, to take in information, to, to be enlightened or even entertained. But how do you apply it? And so for us. Um, I think being clear about what does the finish line look like, because I don't think we are. Mm. I, I don't I don't think that we have a like because you can say, well, I want equality. Really? Like, do you like, really want that? Really? And, like, do you and, really want that in that system? And what does that really look like? That's what I'm saying. So so let's let's call equality not we get treated like them. They get treated like us. Your situation is still bad. So is this what you want? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, <laughs> like, what, well, what? like, 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 here's the thing. Not to cut you off. I'm looking at some pictures when we talk about the black people that showed up. Yeah. Like you talk about a few black people that got pictured dogs. There was a lot of black people there. And don't nobody look like they're supposed to be there. There's, there's a, a lot blank, of black. I'm looking at this picture. There. I'm looking at this picture like black people, blacks for Trump, 2020.com, F Biden. It's like they you know, they're right there when the, the the folks with the flags, the tread lightly flags, and all yeah. this. It's like there are people that don't believe in this democratic, especially this democratic idea coming from Democrats and coming yeah. from a guy that helped put a bunch of Negroes in prison and a guy that ain't never helped in any kind of policy help black people. So again, the engagement of what happened at the Capitol to me, it's not really wrong in a sense because reality is this shit got to get overthrown the shit. And, and, and the, those white folks had the balls, but they had the privilege no. and knowing that they're not going to get shot. But that, knowing that's the, that's the difference between the 85 mile per hour ball right down the plate where you can walk up the front yeah. state of the Capitol that you can walk in, that they'll move the barricade for you. Yeah. They show the picture of the guy on the inside, yeah, unlock bro. the door yes. and let them in. That's the <laughs> difference between go back seven months yeah. with the BLM protest, where as soon as you got three blocks of closer to a state or federal building, you were met with 2000 National Guards armed to the teeth. Ready to go. That's, 
that's the 200 mile per hour fastball with the curve at the end with the three times distance to the front to, to, to first base. White I mean, supremacy no longer is in a hood. That's how it evolves. The mob no longer are a bunch of good fellas that hang out at these, um, you know, fancy little, uh, you know, eateries and have movies made about them. Right. They're not that and, and are in suits all day long. That's just not what it is. And I think that when you embody what just happened, pay attention to some of the things that we're not talking about. How much information or how many intruders of the free world came in and got some stuff that they needed to go back and sell? That this wasn't just a bunch of bunch of white radicals that ran in. Think about the people, the spies, so to speak, that yeah. came in, mostly along while everybody wanted to take selfies and you had Mel Gibson's uh, 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 twin brother on Braveheart, you know, showing his 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 yeah. abs and things of that nature. Think about all the information and all the things that they really truly interrupted that Secret Service and all them don't even want to let out, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I always talk about the Kansas City Shuffle. Yes, brother. Kansas, Kansas City Shuffle, Shuffle was definitely in effect. You, you make them look left while you go right. Imagine if, if you had information that you wanted to get out of the Capitol. Here's the perfect time. Brother. I'm going to leave it on the desk in this office. It'll be a flash drive in the top drawer. When everybody's in there running down the hallway screaming, just going there. And if anybody asks how it got out, it must have been the protesters. Exactly. It must have been the rioters. That's going to justify all kinds of it stuff. It justifies gets, everything. Out. So, so this idea that we hold fast of how distasteful this moment was, America's had many distasteful moments. And it never was called out. And the cries of black America have never, ever been seen as valuable cries it's almost like stop complaining yeah y'all complaining again <laughs> y'all complaining again <laughs> all y'all do, do is something. complain and and y'all ain't never happy yeah and to think that something wasn't gonna happen in this moment right watching from 2020 all of these rebel rousers these radicals these rioters do it nationally before the protests of the summer of the righteous uprising that we took apart, they were doing this open up America and they were allowed. And that's what I said. I said to, I said to the highway patrol officers, I said, well, how the hell are they out in this shelter in place? This is like when it was first going on. Yeah. He, he told me straight up, they have a permit. I said, they have a permit to take over the Capitol. And then when we were now on uh, the Capitol steps, we couldn't even get to the Capitol steps because they had fences around it. So how did you think this wasn't going to happen? Because it's allowed to have this happen. They are allowed to move and and, and navigate, right? Because they say, okay, we're going to let you in, but just just make it look good, but don't get it. You know, just stay on the first two floors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, not even the first two floors. Just just kind of like just make sure. Don't make me have to shoot you. You know, yeah. No, no, don't make me me have to. Don't make me have to shoot you and make sure if you're going to give all that energy, give it to Paul. I really don't like Paul. Like these people are in like the, the the Kansas City Shuffle is here times ten. They are knowing and they are complicit. And yeah. who else is complicit to this bullshit? It's social media. It doesn't matter now that you want to ban Trump for life. A week you after, did like, that. week before he done. <laughs> you should have did that when he first moved into office, when the rhetoric was 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 being uh, um celebrated, and it was you know. It was stirring up shit the first year. Like well, that, that's once again a, a rat fleeing a sinking ship. Brother, exactly. You can't do that at the at the at the beginning of his presidential campaign because your company will not exist by the end of his four years. And that's the problem. The content, the 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 Trump was some of the best content for social media's come up that you could ever want to imagine. Oh, he brought Twitter back. Twitter was Twitter, a, Twitter was Twitter was turned into MySpace. Twitter was dead, and and, and because and, and of the president, brought, he he brought Twitter back. And social media components, when you think about how they now are creating all of these um, community standards, wow, the president can say shit all day long, but we can't. So the complicitness of all of these different entities that made a lot of money because of the content. To me, it speaks volumes. So now they all again want to run from the sinking ship. But the cold part of thing, the cold part about it, the 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 the, the ship ain't sunk. 
Well, the thing is, had he got reelected, these things wouldn't have went through. It was because the fact of the matter is for all these companies that run these social media platforms or Zuckerbergs or whatever, um, there's all kind of Senate hearings that could happen for what content is allowed. There's no age. But we are, but, but, but we are going to get the, the brunt of the, the, the that. What happened now is going to affect protesters like yeah. myself and others. We're going to get the brunt of all the yeah, heat. But the reason why you don't do that to the president is because if, if, if they if they sat there and said, OK, Trump, we're banning you off of Twitter after week three of your shenanigans. Um, there's no age restriction for Twitter. You can watch porn on Twitter. Facts. So if they really want to come and say, you have no security guidelines that keep stuff from children. There's nothing that, that shows that keeps stuff from age appropriate. They could have the, the, the owners of Twitter in Senate hearings every day, every which way to Sunday with, with sanctions and shutting them down and all kind of stuff. So if you, if you want to go for the president, if you really want to play that game, he'll have you out. He'll, he, he can run you up out of here. So <laughs> we're going to go ahead and just let this stuff go. We're going we're gonna to just let this stuff slide and then see what happens. Because had he won the re-election, there would not be any of this conversation about him being banned. Well, it wouldn't be about him being banned, but I think you're going to have the reverse of, I like, Nichols would have been on the street in November. And I think Nichols would probably still been on the streets currently. Because at the end of the day, what I don't like about this whole idea that they're trying to bring across that America started getting racist when Trump became president. And that's far from the truth. No, the know. only reason why America is now, um, you know, reaping what they sow is because a truthful person like Trump just exposed it for those who just wanted to, you know, walk blindly, as I've said before, and act as if we're in a post-racial America. So this is the reality. The reality is why everybody started walking away. You mind you, there were some, there were some guys that walked away way before, like this way before all of this happened because they knew the plan. And for anybody to think or anybody to believe that these folks weren't a part of kind of creating this mess, creating this madness, right? Now they're going to impeach and I understand why they're trying to impeach for the second time, even though he's been already impeached. They're trying to get him out so he gets none of the benefits of a president because they yeah. want to wash their hands out of four years. But as LeBron take James care of you said, for the rest of your life. Exactly. But as LeBron James said, we wasted four years. Nah, man, we've wasted decades. We've wasted decades because I think that what we have um, unfortunately been hypnotized by this idea that America gives a damn about black people and it never has. And if you keep on wanting to see examples of it, go back to January 6, 2021, and then go back to the summer of 2020 and look at the response. And then you could sit there and make your own you know, reasonable, um, you know, diagnosis of what's happening in America when it comes to race. But all these conversations and all these having to hear black feelings and, whoa, if black people would have been there, we would have got shot and blah, 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 blah. The problem is black people, we don't even have the wherewithal to even go to that level because there's too much of our own infighting to even be that that calculated because we should have been done stormed the, the capitals um, long after the Black Panthers, and you've seen what happened when the Black Panthers did it. They got a law in place because yeah, of they it. literally now, changed gun laws because they of that. changed like, gun we, laws we in we'll California. Never be here again. And now I want to see that same thing. I want to see that same thing be flipped. That's when we're going to really know if they're serious. What kind of flip? And let not us be the victims of that. Let those who stormed the Capitol, as ignorant as it was, as foolish as it was, as as tantrum tantrum as we've seen, it had to happen. And I always will say that these things have to happen because we got to keep on revealing what's behind the curtain because we as a as a people want to keep on pretending that people like myself, you and others that speak truth to power, that talk about the divisiveness and the division and the separation of America. We want to talk about, oh, we'll, well, we're, there's no such thing as segregation. Segregation has been in here when we integrated. So we have to now start understanding the true facts of the lies that continue to propel and continue to say, vote a Democrat, vote a Republican. We all need to get the hell out of each party and create our own as black people. But that's another conversation. But what happened at the Capitol, I, I salute it because thank you for making our jobs a lot easier. And I'm hoping it's going to be a lot easier. But this idea that they've destroyed this democratic process, the idea has never been something that I bought into 
because we've never felt democracy as a black person here in America. I don't know what you other niggas are saying because we have some benefits, <laughs> but at the end of the yeah, day, they're, they're not rights, they're liberties. And this isn't a democracy. It never was. It's a republic. It never was. It's, it's a, republic, a republic and it's uh, a republic built on capitalism. Yeah. And it, even that's like, they, I, I really wish, like, I, I know I was say, I was, I wish they teach social studies better, but there's a lot of things that, that we have to look at and, you know, life is not just going to get easier because the calendar date changed and people, you know, new year, new stuff. If, if you're on the same stuff, it's going to be on the same stuff and having opportunities to see how people are reacting. People are getting fed up in, in, in different areas of, of this country and how things are done and they're voicing their opinion. Uh, if you agree with the way they do it or not. It, it, and at some point when you, they say, what is it? Um, protests are the, was it protests are the cries of the unheard? Uh, of the language of the unheard and and it's just like you, you like we say you know you, you you can listen in a rational solid conversation or you can ignore people long enough but at some point in some way in some fashion you're gonna have to hear them because they're gonna say something mm. so better to do it when two sides are willing to sit at a table for an amicable conversation before you get to the point to where somebody's on your front yard and they're no longer willing to listen to you. Mm -hmm. I'm Jermaine Morris. This is Barry Axis. Where can folks find you online to get more uh, in-depth conversation like this? Barry Axis on um, IG, Twitter, and Facebook, and of course, blackblueprintswithaz.com. Some, come on, come get some of this black empowerment merchandise. <laughs> I'm Jermaine Morris on Facebook. Every other social media platform is at CEO. Like I said, if you hear us on Apple, Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave a rating, leave a comment, let us know what you think of the show. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. Follow. Helps, up. Helps out the numbers. Let's look good. <laughs> this has been Say Something Podcast. Until next episode. We will see you later. Yeah, we'll holler at you later. Peace.